Hello and welcome to the Masters of Mediocrity podcast. I'm here, Max Kesslering. We got uh, Fraser Kesslering in the studio. Scoo, scoo, bop, bop. A man's not hot. A man will never be hot. It's Fraser Freight Train Kesslering, co-host of the Mediocrity Pod. We got a friend here as well. We got Charlie Welling coming back for a second second podcast. How so happy going? to be back. Thank you for having me, guys. He was our first and ever guest, and now is he, he is our first and ever guest returning for our first and ever second appearance. Honored. Thank you very much, guys. Awesome. So I have, before we get into everything, I know we want to talk about some stuff, but I just want to tell everyone where the nickname Freight Train came from. Mm, I like to hear it. Because Freight Train, I've grown to love it. At first, I hated <laughs> you it. hated it I so hated much. It. So... We have an annual turkey bowl. Every Thanksgiving, we get together and we do, uh, we do you know, football game, and we get all the St. John crew together. So it's like, it's you know, the Kessel Rings, the Leonardos, the uh, Wellings, Bo the Bochamps with all their cones, Clancy's, Clancy's uh, Mister Nipper, uh, you know, all the classics. <laughs> Mister Nipper, I don't know who he is, but He's a shout, grinder. shout to Mister Nipper. He's always he, he doesn't really know anyone that, as far as I know, know anyone that well. But he always, it never fails for him to call a timeout sometime during a game and then draw up a play. There's, it's a 20 on 20 game and it's three, uh, what's it called? It's three completions for a first down. So it's just like complete pandemonium always. There's no plays. So the fact that he calls timeouts infuriates me, whatever, it doesn't matter. So we, we get jerseys done up, and I'm like, I'm fired up to have, like, Turkey Bowl jerseys. Like, this is sick. I still wear mine for the Turkey Bowl every yeah, yeah, year, yeah. and it's too small, and I love it. So everyone gets their, like, nicknames on the back. I'm like, oh, that's sick. Well, first of all, I didn't know it was going to be nicknames. I thought it was just going to be, like, Frazier or something. Well, this was years ago. This was a it long was a time ago. Thing. This was a long, one-time thing. This happened, what what grade were we in? Fifth grade? Probably Fourth fifth grade, grade 01. Yeah, yeah. 2001. 2001, 2000, right around there. Shout out to Y2K. So we're, like, right around the area. And so Charlie goes and he's handing out all the jerseys. And I'm like, I'm really pumped up to get mine. So Max get his. His is bones because he was a little bony monster. That was so bony. So bony. He's Char- thick now, though. He's thick. He's thuck. Fuck. So uh, everyone gets these sick nicknames. Charlie's like the paw or what's yours? The paw. Yeah, Josh is the bus. Like these sick nicknames. And I look at mine. It says freight train. And I think to myself. What the fuck? No one has ever called me Freight Train in my entire life. Where did he even think of Freight Train? So I was like pissed. I'm like, dude, why am I Freight Train? I don't want this jersey. Like, put my name on it. Just put Frazier. That's all I want. I didn't want Freight Train. So I still, but like now I love it. I think that's my Twitter handle. Shout Follow me at Frazier Cuss. But it's just Freight Train. And uh, yeah, that's just a little story about why Charlie is always pushing my buttons, and his main goal in life is just to piss me off. I'm, I'm, I'm convinced. It finally wore him down, though. He's, it did. I he's love finally it. accepted the name. I did the same thing with Paxi, too. <laughs> I didn't did. like it he at first. Paxi. I hated it because it's, it's so easy to... It's such a friendly it, name, it's though. Too it's too friendly. So cute. It's very Paxi. It, is mad it really... It, I mean, you're just such a cute person. Oh, you it's are. Perfect. It's a perfect name. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. It's, I feel like it's so sensitive, though. It's so cute. It's so cute. It's well, you should, explain like, what, you should explain what... You should explain... Well, okay, so the, the way to explain it is just my middle name is Patrick. No. Okay. No, Your well, middle well, name is not Patrick. It was supposed to be. It was be. supposed to be Patrick. All right, so when I was born, my middle name was supposed to be Patrick, named after my cousin, and... R.I.P. R.I.P. And uh, the I don't know who got screwed up, either my mom or the nurse. Um, probably the nurse. Probably the nurse. They spelled Patrick P-A-T-A-R-I-C-K. So it's either Pateric or Pateric. Whatever you like. We to like to say Pateric. Pateric. Max Pateric Kesselring. Max Premature Pateric Kesselring. That is such a fun fact about you, Max. That yeah. he was born premature and no, my mom loves him more because of it? Or Because I think, no. That's not the only reason, Frazier. I know. Let's be honest. That's not. <laughs> Free train. That's not the only reason that Paxis love more. So they combine Pat, Patrick, and Max, and that's where Paxi comes from. Yep. Paxi. So Paxi. now I'm all right with it. This is the Paxi pod. <laughs> the Paxi Podcast Studio. Paxi Podcast Studio. Welcome to the Paxi Podcast Studio. <laughs> that would be so nice if we talked to that. Hey, guys. Hey, welcome back. What's up? Uh, so, people, we uh, or th- thank the people that listened to last pod, the Candy yep. Crush Podcast. We got a couple... Uh, we crushed it. <laughs> we candy oh. crushed it. <laughs> there it is. So, we had a couple of people respond on our Instagram. 
Um, so we're going to give him a little shout out. We got our boy Z and our mom. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Z. Shout Z stays. I love Z. He likes the photo, listens to the podcast, and then comes back and comments on the podcast. That's yeah. incredible. Oh, also, fuck Tennessee. Their favorite candy is candy corn. You might as well just be a part of Europe. You're a freaking commie as far as I'm concerned, Tennessee. Get out of just here. Just drift away. We I don't need we, you. I hope, uh, I hope the freaking sheet. Whatever the tectonic plates shift and it just gets sent out to sea. <laughs> it's just from the, the center. Yeah. <laughs> it somehow gets all the way out. Like a big channel gets like the tectonic plates. Yeah, and just by Louisiana. Moves. There's a big trench. Yeah, it's like Moses parting the seas for Tennessee to leave. I got to talk corn. to my boy Trump and see if we can get him to fund a, a canal going to Tennessee and we can ship Tennessee out to sea. Just send it out to sea. I'll talk to Trump. Tennessee? Tennessee out to sea. Oh, something there. Yeah. I know. Nice. I, he likes that kind of stuff. Just like big projects that make no physical sense. <laughs> uh, so well, maybe I can talk him into it. Yeah, no. I I'll think just use he, lots of big words. Huge. He won't understand it. No, he'll be fine. Huge isn't like big words isn't size or like. Just no, difficult. small words use small the word words. huge often. Oh, okay. Sounds good. I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Well, some, some of the highlights of the f- top five list that we got. I'd say take five, which yes. is which is an underrated candy. I thought about it putting it on my list for mm-hmm. sure. I forgot about them a little bit. They used to be my favorites back in high school and stuff. Like 2010? Yeah, 2010. But when then, they first came out, yeah. right around that nine. Yeah. So then I, I, I've had so many, and then I was like, yeah, I think Fast Breaks are the best. Another one's um, Hot Tamales. Oh, yeah. Hot Tamales. I liked Hot Tamales. They're good. They are good. Mm-hmm. So I think that's pretty much all of like the, oh, my mom put mounds on there. I don't. Oh, that brought me to things. No. Well, yeah, mounds. I was thinking when we were talking about uh, people like malted milk balls and I was oh, thinking of like yeah. foods, I'd, things that aren't food that I'd rather eat than malted milk balls. The list includes Tums, uh, acid, acidophilus, uh, <laughs> tablets, yeah. uh, Frankenstein, not the chewies, the hard ones Which that aren't taste even that terrible. Good. Yeah. Uh, Wait, lactose Flintstones? pills. Flintstone. Oh, not Flint. the gummies. You speak up. Flintstones, not Frankenstein's. What did I say? Frankenstein's? Yeah. Oh, I got Frankenstein on the mind. <laughs> Frankenstein's monster. Shout out to Halloween. Uh, right. So those are some of the main ones. Um, and we, uh, yeah, we're hope- we're glad those people responded. And if there's more people that want to, we might talk to you about you again on the podcast. Yeah. Appreciate any um, feedback we get. Any any comments, any likes we've gotten recently, we really appreciate those. All the comments on uh, in iTunes. The more comments, the better. So people keep posting on there your comments um and give us top a uh, five-star rating always five stars dude i like this little like middle beginning of the pod live read about pumping us up i like that yeah Kinda we slipped in that little ad <laughs> it's low nice. key. thanks for addressing it that's good i, I want can i actually add on to the no. th- okay yeah go ahead <laughs> so um this isn't a candy but it's something that you can consume mm-hmm. um if any of you guys have any diabetic friends out there they have they probably always have glucose tablets on them I don't know if they come in other flavors, but the only ones I've ever had are raspberry. Delicious. Really? Mm. It'll Is it just your... pure sugar? Yeah, it'll spike it up real quick. It'll come back down, but if, if you're in a like a low, it's very tasty. If you're too. hypoglycemic. So I yeah. It's they're really tasty. There. Oh. Alright. So let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Enough <laughs> of the nonsense. Chuck, <laughs> I know you're a big New York sports fan. I am. I wanted to talk to you about the Knicks and the Zingod. Okay. So I had high hopes for the Knicks coming into the year. Why? I don't know. It was more. It was really? kind of. Did you really? No. We're hoping I for didn't. you. I, I picked the over just because I wanted them to do well, but sure. not thinking that they're actually going to do well. Okay. But the Zinger has come through. He's looking good. You want you what? Do you, what you've been watching the games? What do you think? Um, he needs the ball in his hands more. This is his team now. Um. He needs to take between 40 and 50 shots a game, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's their best option. 40 and 50 shots a game? That's a lot <laughs> that's of shots. shots. That's Rex like for came and do that. No, that's like peak Kobe Kobe. Oh, God. When Kobe, Kobe's Kobe. being ultimate Kobe, just yakking. Well, here's your other options. You can have Ray- <laughs> Raymond, I wear a youth-sized jersey sessions. Uh, Michael Beasley paints his f- fingernails multiple colors. Um, you got Courtney Lee, who's okay. You got that's like the best thing you can Willie Hernan Gomez, who's more of a defensive and a rebounding guy. 
yeah, I mean, he's your best option top to bottom. Yeah. I just want him to shoot as often as he can. I yeah. want him to average 40 points a game on 50 shots. <laughs> I don't care about his efficiency. I just want his usage yeah. super high. Well, it's like he's still really young. I mean, like the more minutes he can get, the better. Yeah, and I mean, I like I like watching the games also just to see what Clyde Frazier will talk will say oh about God. him. Uh, what I, was, I mean, I was watching the game just now, and they were playing good. They're playing the Brooklyn Nets right now. They were playing good defense, and they were scoring a little bit, and they were like in rhythm together. Yeah, and he described their play as parsimonious and harmonious. <laughs> and Mike Breen, who he does a lot of the national uh, telecast games with um, Van Gundy, he does all the finals games and most of the the national ESPN games. And he's also the MSG, he's the Knicks main guy. He's like their main announcer. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I haven't never heard you really say that one. Is that a new one? Because he has a ton of uh, of catchphrases. Um, like stopping and popping is one of his big ones. They're always rhyming and they're always really big words. But he goes, I've never heard you use that one before. He goes, well, they haven't been in harmony much of the past <laughs> few years. So he hasn't had a chance to use that one. Yeah. So, okay. With the new jerseys. Mm-hmm. One thing that I really don't like, oh, what I was talking, the other, the last podcast I was talking about how there was a red R on one of the teams mm-hmm. and that was the Warriors Yeah, and it's terrible because their jersey doesn't have any red in it. But right. one thing that I noticed the last game was the backs of the jerseys, you know, the pinstripe kind of thing that goes around the arm, like yeah. ar- around the shoulder into the bicep, it cuts off about halfway through the loop. It doesn't yeah. finish. It doesn't loop. finish. I don't understand that. Uh, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with malleability of the jersey and yeah. Because How it fits on the body, maybe like maybe, yeah, uh, I think. Well, <clears throat> it's cool that Nike got the new deal. It's gonna be good for oh, sales. Oh yeah, I was and gonna such. ask how you feel about that. It's You're okay, a big Jersey I mean, guy. So they didn't. They they altered some of the the team's designs, but for the most part, most of them stayed the same. Except like the Timberwolves had a big change. They're like a lot more like uh, horizontal lines now, and they're they're trying some new stuff out, but. Um, I know in the preseason, there was a couple jerseys that just got like ripped in half really? like on physical plays. And like opening night, I think it was LeBron's jersey. It like split between the two and the three on his back. So that's oh, just yeah. like... He just hulked out he's real just quick. Strong. Either that or it, I mean, it got pulled. So it's just like, I mean, they got the swoosh and they're going to probably cost a little bit more. They got those new tags on the on the jock tag where you can like scan them with your phone. Really? And you can see like live up-to-date stats on the player like... It's like a QR code similar. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I like, like that. So you can buy it, and I don't know how it, but it's like updated. It's got like live updates like online. You just scan it, and you can like, it basically brings up their player profile, I believe. I'd have to I'd have to look at it, because I haven't actually bought a Nike one yet. But um, they just seem like, they're just like, they're made out of paper. I'm not a big fan of them. No. <laughs> not material. a big fan. No. I will because like the glory days, in your opinion, probably the champion jerseys, right? Oh, because people don't know this. Charlie's just like us. He's a hoarder of all things. He just <laughs> well, I, I mean, collector. I'm a, well. What I was gonna say was it might be a little bit worse than you guys. The, yeah, the as way far as like jerseys go. Yeah, I have a problem. Um, so, I'm a very. Like you said, I'm a hoarder, yeah. and I, I it's hard for me to let things go. Yeah, I started a I started a champion basketball jersey collection, NBA jersey collection, about uh, a year ago, around December. And uh, I'm up to about sixty jerseys uh, for champion. And sorry, mom, my collection is probably like thirty five hundred dollars deep. At this point. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been collecting. Since, like, last December. I mean, I've always been aware, but as yeah. soon as I find out about, like, a certain product, I kind of have to have a part of my life. You're funny about it, too, because, like, I'll collect things and I'll kind of go through spurts, but you're very methodical in your movement. Like, I you can't, you can't just, yes, exactly. Like, you can't just get a few jerseys now and again. Like, you have to get all of them. Charlie's a man of principle. Yes. And he's also... Yeah, he just goes in like he can't. He hasn't. There's I'm, no like. I there's no it, little though. bit. It's all. It's all or nothing. I'm so sad when he left the sneaker game, but he's back now. He's back with a vengeance, and I love. Well, it the problem now was I have is, someone to talk about. The it problem with. with that is it's when so I stopped, sad. I was poor. I mean, I'm still poor, <laughs> but I have more cash to spend now. Yeah. And there was if like at this point, like if I see a shoe that I like and wanted. I want, and I mean I'm able to get it, like. 
So I get it. I'm the same way. That freedom is kind of a problem for me. It's brutal. It's a good and bad problem. We'll get into sneaker stuff in a little bit, but go back to your jersey. Okay. What do you want to know? So what are your rules? Okay. What are your, like, what's your grail? What's your, uh... Like what are what how how many jerseys you have? What's your like favorite so far? Like let's get into okay, it. Okay, so my NFL jersey collection is a joke. I don't really consider nah. that because those are those pretty are all much foo-foo. yeah. I mean, if you're if you buy authentic NFL jerseys, then there's there's seriously something wrong with you're you. Soft you in have the head. To, you have to buy them. The the fake ones off of eBay or just a China site. Go they're get the, in get in with same. your friends. Uh, do an do an order because most of them, if you buy in bulk, there's free shipping. If you're if you're spending more than like twenty thirty forty dollars even on an NFL jersey, then you're doing it wrong. You're doing it way wrong because mm-hmm. it's the same thing. All right. So basketball basketball is the one you've been working on lately, though. Yeah, recently uh, it's been basketball. Okay, so my first, let's see, the first one that I bought since I restarted the collection. All champion, correct? It's all champion. Authentic champion. No. Okay. So. No. Well, so. The the line that I purchased, they're called the replicas, and what that means is, so yeah. it's not the ones that they wore on the court. They're all, they're not even, they're not the what's it called, the, uh, the pro pro player. Correct. What's those the ones that are pro like cut? Well, pro cut. Okay, so there's pro cut, there's game issued, and there's authentic. Yeah. So the authentic ones are basically like they were. They're basically they're not like super form fitting, but those are all the ones that are stretchy, mm. and they have, they have like the authentic uh, champion jock tag, but they don't have a champion logo like mm. on the shoulder on the area shoulder, it'll just have yeah. the nba logo mm-hmm. almost where like the tank yep yeah the, the, the arm. yeah right on the shoulder yeah so uh, so what the ones that i collect are called uh replicas okay so those are the ones i uh i don't know if they're screen printed if they're it's like a vinyl mm-hmm. but it's not stitched um so up till this point mm. besides the three dream team jerseys that i have they're all colored ones so up until this year, NBA teams, they would typically wear color jerseys on the road. Oh, okay. They got rid of that this year. Really? Uh, they're yeah. going to have a lot more color-color games this year. I don't, I, I don't know. know why. Um, probably because they sell more jerseys yeah. of the color ones and the white ones. Yeah, that's probably be. like why you would change the jersey because like... It always goes back to money and marketing. If you yeah. Like. The reason I do that is just because like it's it's the team's... Typically, it's the team's primary color. Well, it's the most iconic color. Think about like the Bulls. The Bulls' the most iconic jersey is going to be their red jersey. Right. Think about the Lakers. The most... Iconic Lakers jersey is the yellow, like the gold or whatever, right. the yellow jersey. Mm-hmm. You Let's know? be honest, it's yellow. It's yellow. Um, just think about it. Like most of the, the teams you think of, their iconic jersey is their main color. Mm. Oops. So. <laughs> Gong. Sorry. <laughs> so when I first started, it was a little bit easier because I was purchasing jerseys that were much easier to get. You know, your... Uh, Big country Reeve? No, I'll get back into oh, okay. that. Okay. Uh, Shaqu- <laughs> like Shaquille O'Neal gotcha, on the yeah. Magic. Okay, that was mm-hmm. the that's the to this point other than ones that I've thrifted, that was the cheapest one at eighteen dollars and fifty cents with shipping. That's so really that, good. That was a good price. Um, the most expensive one that I've purchased. Let me guess, Jordan Dream Team. Uh, that's the second most expensive oh, okay. one I purchased. The most expensive one I've purchased, I believe, was. It was, uh, I think, $110. I think it was a Sean Bradley, number 76 for the That's Philadelphia That's so sick. Sixers. Yo, I was watching, I like, as I was telling you guys earlier, I've, I've been reading that Shea Serrano book mm-hmm. where they go over, like, most disrespectful dunks in history. <laughs> and it's it's amazing. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll YouTube the video as I'm reading. So it'll be like, uh, blah, 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 dunks on Sean Bradley. And then I'll look up the video. And they're always amazing. <laughs> Sports Center made a top ten dunks, dunks on, on Sean, Sean Bradley. Bradley. How disrespectful do you have to be <laughs> to have your own section of dunked on videos well, that's so on unfair. Sports that's Center? So unfair though, because I he's know. always right in front of the rim. So yeah. he's always and he was the tree. <laughs> he was literally <laughs> like one of those was... wacky, wavy, inflatable tube men. He would just stand in front. And just hang out in the post because, like, he couldn't really well, jump in his, or move. In his defense, he went on a mission trip after he finished at BYU for a year. And so I think he got a little off his game in Get that year. over there? <laughs> he looked like Bambi from Macedon. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. That's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. So Sean Bradley person. was your most expensive jersey? Yeah, I think I think so. The most recent one that I bought was a Detlef Schrempf nice. uh, Seattle Supersonics jersey. Um... I got a Bryant Big Country Reeves, which 
I think I got that for fifty five dollars. With the Grizz, right? Yep, he was with the Van- Vancouver, the Vancouver, Vancouver Grizzlies. Grizzlies at that time. Uh, like Bibby. That's right. Is um, that the shoulder? The sh- like the the pattern around? No. The, the, so the, like, another thing. No. So another thing about the uh, replicas is. There was a lot of details that got left out of those jerseys. I think it was just because it was easier to so be like produce them. Yeah, so like the um, what's another one? So the the Vancouver Grizzlies. It was just like a black uh, piping on the collar and on the sleeves. Mm, okay. Um, a lot of times, like some of the like the uh, Portland Trailblazers, they had a, a bunch of different styles because they have that sash on their jersey. They made a couple different styles. You know, the red and black, or yeah. Or, so they had some where the screen print went all the way from like uh, rib to rib or whatever. They had one where they didn't even try and it was just black. And then there was a couple where it was just like cut off at like fourteen inches, like it didn't it didn't extend. Um, like the Charlotte Hornets, the, that one uh, there was no pinstriping on it. Um, so like there was a lot of uh, like little details that got left out of some of the jerseys just because it was so much easier to produce them that way. Yeah, makes sense. Mm-hmm. So what's your grail? Grail for people don't know is like holy grail. It's like really big in sneakers. Like yeah, because like I'm an avid collector. I'll say like your grails are my beaters because like <laughs> even your best shoes are my shit shoes. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. But like that's something we used to say during work all the time, just to like shit on one another, <laughs> just as a joke. Be like, dude, because that's like by far one of like the shittiest, like corniest, you know, like hype beast thing to say. Like, oh, your grails, those are my beaters. That's like, someone that. Advertised for TZ watches would say yeah, back in exactly. like 2013. Yeah. Uh, my grail? Well, I'll tell you my white whale. So so those of you that don't know, white whale is something mm-hmm. that it might not necessarily be like the most expensive or one that's super sought after by many people, but it's one that you never see. Like you hardly ever see it. It's the one that haunts your dreams. Moby Dick reference. Moby Dick style. So yeah, so there's a couple. Okay, so... Uh, a Stromile Swift, the number two pick from the 2000-something draft uh, for the Vancouver Grizzlies. This was after they got rid of that tribal pattern. He's definitely one of my white whales. Have I've, you ever seen one? I've for never sale? seen one for sale, no. Never. Um, and another uh, white whale that I really, really want is a Dewan Wagner for the... Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. I've never seen one for sale, but I know for a fact that they the, were made. The one with the blue? Yeah. The, so the blue like the stripe across? blue with the uh the orange letters. Yeah, um yes. Uh from the late 90s yeah. uh throughout the 90s um when Andre Miller came in in 1999. <laughs> Andre Miller. Was he still playing last year? Uh he's still the I professor. Think, I think he's, he's still, still in the league, yeah. Oh god. Um, His hairline must be killing it too. Well so yeah, he got drafted in ninety nine and he uh he wore that jersey when they came How, in. Isn't there like a couple players from ni- the nineties that are still playing? It's like Vince Carter, mm-hmm. Dirk Nowitzki, yep. um the Duke. Is Ron Artest slash Metal World Peace slash I don't think he's in the league Panda's anymore. Friend is, he's not on our roster. Panda's friend, is that his new last name? That uh, that was around the time when he tried to reinvent the headband, like with the center strap that went across the top of your head. I think he was named that. top of the head? Like this one? Like vertically? Yes. There was like, what? yeah, he, yeah, he was. That used to be a thing? Yeah. Like a jock strap for your head? <laughs> that was like exactly, a that's, thing, that's, and then exactly, the side. that's exactly what it was. Like he had his own line. And he had his own line of shoes, um, like basketball shoes. Like they were like the Jeremy Scott. Oh God, those like are the terrible. gorilla ones. So, but they were pandas, and he wore really? those when he played in China briefly. Yeah, people. The, the Jeremy Scott shoes are Adidas. He was like he worked with Adidas pretty much exclusively, and his thing was you just like make really over the top shoes. So it's like those Adidas that you'd see with the big wings on the side mm-hmm. or stuffed animals on the tongue. Oh. Um, he had a pair that were like shekels. Mm-hmm. They were like a normal shoe and then they would have a shekel up around your ankle and people were like, dude, that's like kind of racist. I don't think those ever, <laughs> w- I don't think those ever went on sale. No. I think they like pulled the plug like before it was able to get Smart. off the ground. It was like the uh, Kendall Jenner Pepsi commercial before the, <laughs> <laughs> before Kendall Jenner and the yeah. Pepsi commercial were out. I like- Max, do you know that? Do you know what that's from at all? Very vaguely. Max doesn't know any pop culture anything. Paxi pop culture. Popsy, Paxi's pop culture <laughs> corner. So the Kendall Jenner video, Max, was around when there was the Black Lives Matter thing. Kendall so, Jenner. Which is still a thing. Which is still a thing. Way. And is like still like a 
thing that should be like fought for. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's gone away, but at the height of it, you know, when there was a ton of protests going on, there still are. But so she thinks it's a good idea. Let's make a Pepsi. First of all, Pepsi. What the fuck? <laughs> you really dropped the ball on this one. Like, yeah, Kendall, you messed up, but Pepsi, come on. You're be- actually you're not better than that. Pepsi sucks. Go Coke. So Pepsi, <laughs> shitty Pepsi. Pepsi twist was I with the lemon and lime. Oh, those were pretty good. No. Well, Charlie puts Charlie puts lemon in his root, root beer. beer. Every time I go to Chipotle, Barks root beer with either lemonade, depending on how frisky I'm feeling, or I'll just squeeze a lemon in there. Disgusting, Charlie. <laughs> Stop being so aggro. Sit down. You're like getting up all on the mic, like chest to the mic. Like, all right, let's do this. So Pepsi thinks, all right, Max, follow this. So Pepsi thinks it's a a great idea, terrible idea, to make a Pepsi commercial where there's these protests between, Uh you know, Black Lives Matters and the cops. And she's like getting a haircut or something (laughs) in the beginning of the video. And she sees all these people go, gosh, she's like, oh, what's that? It's like very like wispy and very like free loving and not the all the feel of like a black light like that's like a real issue it's not like this like lovey-dovey lovey-dovey like very idealistic thing so she's like oh i'm gonna go up and she has a pepsi and she walks like everyone's like giving her like the thumbs up and like yeah go girl so she walks up and gives the officer a can of pepsi and he's just like looking at her kind of like blank stare and then he like takes and then everyone like parties and it's like pepsi come together or some shit like that yeah so that's the commercial and she caught so much flack for it because it was an absolutely horrendous idea i feel like i'd have to see it i feel like it'd be more important for me to watch it and you're kind of gonna watch it but that's the gist of it like disrespectful that campaign oh it was really bad it was really dumb yeah so that was that um but yeah back to the jerseys okay so i think my holy grail See, the problem is, is champions stopped making the, the jerseys that I collect in 2001. That oh, was, that, 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 that was the last year, the 2000, 2001 season was the last year that champion brand had the entire, uh, league. They still continue to make jerseys for a couple teams after that, but that was the last year that they had oh, a really? league wide. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Reebok became the official, that was like. Like, in the early 2000s, Reebok, they took over because a couple teams still had Nike um, independently. A couple teams had Puma. A couple teams had Starter. Oh, I don't like that at all. Well, what I like about that and the argument that's for that is when you don't have a league-wide contract, it's I think it brings out the best in the jerseys uh, because there's, like, a competition. competition. There's actually a competition to make, like, the best-looking ones. Well, it's just, like, I don't like some of those companies that were doing it, though. You know right. what I mean? Like, Reebok jerseys, I didn't like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, once they started, like, if you look now, if you watch an NBA game, they everything is so templated now. Like, yeah. uh, when it goes back to, like, the warm-ups, that's, that's the more, it's more egregious with the warm-ups. Oh, it's, my God, they're it, all the exact same. Exactly they're, NBA, the same. they're, like, NBA store shirts. Uh, yeah. yeah, the only thing with that's different bar. is the color and the and the um the team logo. And now they have, like, those, like, scuba diver hoodies that they all wear. They look like they're neoprene and... I don't know if how, I'm Scuba how, Sam. I don't, scuba Steve's father. <laughs> I don't know how heavily influenced those were by Carmelo Anthony's uh, hoodie. How do you feel about the hoodie? I'm over it. I, I don't. I don't care really. That's your boy. You always would defend Melo. Well, it, you're a big Melo apologist. Well, it doesn't. I don't care what he does if he wears a hoodie or not. I mean, I, I feel like his head would get hot. <laughs> well, that's it. It's more like a heat dissipation. That's a cool take. nothing. What do you want me to say? I don't. Uh-huh. I don't really care. What do you? I don't know. He's not on the Knicks anymore. Good point. So what do I care what he does? <sighs> that's a good point. So you were like me and you. We also and Max thrift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you got any good like thrifting stories? Yes. Um... So you want like my biggest come up, yeah, my biggest, biggest profit up, margin? I have a sure. Good story. Like I, I thought of a story. Funny thing, I don't know. Whatever. Well, so right now, um, for whatever reason, champion jerseys are they're popular again. Popular. I don't really know champion why. Blew I think up. Yeah, I think it's because of the the revitalization of the brand, possibly with their collabs with certain brands that yeah. they're doing. Yeah, I mean stuff. they've done stuff with like Venomans. Um, they did. They just came out with some of the off white. They do um, a lot of bathing ape stuff. They Supreme. do Bape just they came out with those all that sick Bape stuff. Yeah, really cool stuff with Bape. Um, yeah, Supreme. They always do collabs. Dude, Supreme used to be. Um, 
they used to be buy all their shirts from Champion. This was before like there was even collabs. They would just have Champion shirts. It'd be Supreme stuff printed on Champion. Like that's pretty cool. It also did at Abercrombie. Abercrombie used to have like their stuff printed on uh, on Champion. Oh which wow, is pretty crazy. That. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, I saw a, like an old school. Uh, it was a Champion. Well, didn't reverse Champion weave. come up with the with the reverse weave? Yeah, the reverse the weave. So what the reverse weave, weave was is like it reduced shrinking of the the hoodie because like. A lot of times for gym classes and stuff like that, they would do huge loads of like gym mm-hmm. clothes to, mm-hmm. you know, to make it faster for schools. So Champion came up with a reverse weave to reduce shrinking so you could do a large thing. And reverse weave, it's kind of, it's, it's more plush. It's like thicker. It's thicker. Um, yeah, you can, you can, if you really look closely, you can see the dual like threads. It going almost feels way. like a higher quality almost. Yeah, it's, it's the it's granddaddy nice. of all hoodies. Champion brand. Champion Knitwear Company, founded in 1919 Rochester, New York. Uh, they were the first brand to commercially sell the hoodie. I don't know if you guys have talked about that on the pod before. Uh, yeah, when I did Top 5 Greatest Moments in Hoodie History. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, they used to wear, like, the the monks and the, the priests. Monks used to rock hoodie? They what? used to, well, they wore hooded garments, but oh. that was, like, Champion was the first company, like, first organized company that ever sold them. Like a switch. Like, commercially. Commercially, oh, really? yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's sick. It is cool. Oh, but yeah, Champion, it just like blew up all of a sudden. Because it used to be kind of like more, I guess, streetwear has become a very big thing. But Champion was never like uber expensive. It was, but I was. It wasn't a fashion no, thing. No, it, it wasn't was a more fashion practicality. Thing. Very practical. And like it was, that's like what you would wear to like rock your like team colors yeah. or your college. It was big with colleges. College, huge in college. Your college sweatshirt, you know, like um, especially like the Ash and the Oxford Grays. Yeah, it was just funny. Like, I was on Instagram, and it was like, if you could pick one of these companies to, like, have all their stuff for the rest of the year, which one you pick? And it was, like, Louis, Gucci, Supreme, Bape, Off-White, uh, Gosha, all those, like, big streetwear brands. And then it was, like, Champion. I'm like, dude, Champions come so... Like, I've been a close. Champion head for a long time. You know what I mean? Back when I started thrifting, I'd always look for vintage Champion. It's just so weird to see it, like, so prominent Have you picked up any streetwear vintage companies? Champion recently? Oh, yeah. Oh, God. I had the granddaddy of all Supreme Cup, or not Supreme, champion come ups. So I'm working. Sorry to like derail your whole thing, Charlie. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> so you, we'll tell in a second. So I go to this garage sale. My mom sends my dad and I a text and say, This lady's selling all this champion stuff. You guys should come check it out. I'm like, Oh, cool. This was during work. And my dad's like, You want to go? I was like, Yeah, sure. Let's go. So we're driving there and we pull up and I see just clothes all over the place in her garage. I'm like, oh God, like it's half. I'm like trying to open the door before we even stop. <laughs> so I get out and I like run right up and this lady has sample champion all over the place. Full outfits, shirts, hoodies, jackets, bottoms, tops, outer. I'm shaking. I'm freaking out. I'm like that. I'm like freaking out right now. I'm like, how much cash do you have? <laughs> just fleecing so, dad for cash. So sample is basically like uh, a salesman will have sample goods and he'll use that to show distributors like what the new stuff coming out is. And then instead of it going into production, it's like it will have like sample branding. Um, So she just had a garage full of stuff and it's like basically one of, I don't know, maybe 100, 100 copies, 200. Not, not, Not a lot of these exist. So I bought everything. I spent over three hundred dollars <laughs> at a garage sale. On a, at a garage sale, I bought eighteen t-shirts, uh, twelve tops, uh, ten bot. Like I just bought everything that I could, and it's like I was seriously, I was shaking. I was on cloud nine. I'm like, Dad, how much cash do you have on you right now? Like, I need to buy this right now. So it was crazy. That was a really good pickup. It was unreal. I'll be posting that stuff later on MrBallCaps.com or not MrBallCaps.com, but just go to MrBallCaps on Instagram. Give us a follow. I stay posting vintage stuff that I pick up at Thrift. Charlie, what was your best thrift? Okay, so in terms of uh, like profit margin from sure. buying to selling. Or um, just like your favorite. Well, I've been, over the last couple years, I've picked up probably like half a dozen blank champion jerseys. Um, those are always pretty good. Cool. Those those resell really well. How much do they sell for? Um, depending on the size and the style. So... The the blanks, they're all in team colorways, so it depends on that. Some of them are very common, like uh, Phoenix Suns or Charlotte Hornets. Like, if you find blanks of those, they're not as sought after, but, like, no. a Knicks one or just random colors. Like, I found a red, white, and blue one recently. 
Uh, I found a Chicago Bulls colorway blank. I've probably I found a Knicks one. Those resell for probably like upwards of a hundred dollars. Wow, mm-hmm. that's crazy. Well, because the the idea is you can literally make any because you can just have someone screen print over it. Yeah. And make it any players that you want. You yeah. could make a Porzingis uh, champion jersey. Oh, that's cool. Which is just absurd because it would never happen. <laughs> was he born yet? Yeah. No, sometimes not. <laughs> Latvia. Well, he's born he might have been like seven, like ninety-eight. Yeah, he might have been. Him uh, and Winston Bishop just shooting hoops over in Latvia. Yeah, <laughs> drinking model. Going up. It's actually better to go downhill than uphill. That's what I hear. <laughs> Um, I found a, I found, so one thing that's always fun to do is because I'm still like learning about different brands, especially like streetwear brands and stuff, because I'm sort of new to it, but I'll always have my phone ready and I'll either look up on eBay or yeah. just I'll Google, like I'll find like a, like a, uh, what is it called? A skew. Uh, like on the tag, we're just be a taking number. things from Charlie's hands right now. He keeps filling with shit. Uh, so I found a, so I like to look it up to see the value or like what it actually is. I found a billionaire boys club hoodie for like $4, wow. which is a, I don't think he has any affiliation with it anymore, but Pharrell Williams, he, I don't think he founded it, but at one point he owned part of it or he was a like major shareholder. I found one of those. I sold it for like over a hundred dollars on eBay. That's so it. that was pretty cool. Good. Yeah. That was a really good I feel like I've never actually bought anything that I would resell worth money. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, I picked up <clears throat> stuff. Like, I've gotten jackets and things like that from thrift shops. Yeah. And definitely, like, filled out my closet with thrift shop stuff. Oh, like, yeah. like oh, goofy yeah. shirts. Or I think I just picked up a tank top that's, like, a Speedo from, like, the 90s tank that top. sick. But, like, no one's ever used it ever, which doesn't yeah. make sense. Because there's always, there's always stuff you buy from the thrift shop that's been used slightly. And so, so, and then, like, the... The screen print is slightly fading, or there'll be like little cracks, in little it. cracks in or something. But this is like pristinely perfect still. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with the screen print whatsoever. No, that's which is surprising. Really nice. I I also have like a rule when it comes to thrifting. I don't buy yeah. things. I really I, there was one uh, 1996 Olympics champion T-shirt. And Max, I will remind you again: the world does not revolve around the '96 Olympics. But it does slightly, slightly. contrary to your opinion. Yeah, I don't want to hear anything because the '96 Olympics was a really important time in America and a really important time to me. Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, Muhammad Ali was the one that uh, lit the torch, I believe. That I'm, was pre really bad Parkinson's. R.I.P. I, I would like to just say that the '96 Olympics. I'm waiting for the LA Olympics, which is going to be next. 2024. 2024, yeah. Globy, the official mascot of the 1996 Shout Olympics. Shout out to Globy. Shout out to Globy. <laughs> no, but we picked up the, so the best pickups I think that have ever happened at Thrift Shop are from you two to me as gifts. Oh, yeah. Because the gifts you guys have given me from the Thrift Shop are really good. There was the, the 1996 green pullover sweatshirt. Champion. Champion. 96 Olympic crew neck that I got max. That's that the is ultimate right pristine. There. That the thing's champion like really and 96 nice. Olympics. It's awesome. I know. It's everything. And piece of outerwear. Together. Oh my god. Then the the always green for some reason. The the forest green Milwaukee Bucks purple and, and forest green logo athletic logo athletic yep. pullover with the biggest thickest neck. That's a cozy it's so, one. Yeah, it's so cozy. It's you cozy. wear that one a lot. I wear it a lot. You gotta be I careful with grease around that thing though. That'll pick it up like a magnet. Yeah. You be careful. Yeah. That I was will. back when the purple, purple and uh, green bucks with Sam Cassell and Robert Tractor Trailer and, and, and Ray Michael, Allen, Michael Red, Tim Thomas towards the end. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Glenn yeah. Big Dog Robinson. Glenn Big Dog. Uh, then the best one, the best one by far though, was the uh, sports specialties oh. uh, Golden State Warriors the single line. Uh, single line hat. Nope. That thing Charlie picked that up. was pristine. I was also on my deathbed after back Your surgery. deathbed. Get out of here. You were fine. <laughs> you were milking it. I was not milking it. I had back surgery. Okay, so I had back surgery and I'm just like laying there. It's like potato. back surgery. It was small. But Charlie comes in like, hey, I got you something from the thrift. It's a... If he wasn't a giant... Hat. If he wasn't a giant... Uh, if you had started liking them post Mark Jackson coaching regime, I also probably wouldn't have given it to you. But since you were there, and if you, I would have kept that thing, that's probably actually the best pickup I've ever had. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah. I love that hat. I How much does that hat go for? That thing was pretty much dead. Stuff. Brand new condition. It's a little yellow. Upwards of oh. right. If it was brand new though, um, 
with or without tags, you're talking closer to like eighty, ninety, hundred dollars, depending yeah. on who's selling Easy. and how much clout the seller has. Why do those clout. hats fit better than every other hat? So comfortable. Well, that was before they started really, really mass producing hats, and that was when everything was made in the USA. Still, mm. was that the Yupong hat still? Youngin, uh, Youngin, Youngin, yeah, okay. Youngin. Uh, I believe those were those sports specialties was somewhere in California, Santa Clara, I think. California, I think, is where they made them. Mm. Um, yeah, and everything was made, like, just with a lot more care. Yeah, you can tell, though, too, because they fit better on your head. A lot of times hats they have a problem really well. fitting on, sitting on the top of your head or being, like, too deep. And I think that one, fit, those fit way better because they go to the right amount of your head. They cover, I just think they fit very, very well. Charlie's got a sports specialty hat on right yeah, now. Yeah, this one was made in Korea. I think that the parts are assembled there, and then mm. I think they're stitched over here. I, I don't know, though. Yeah. yeah. Not I haven't, I haven't, I haven't, it's, there's not a ton of data. Like, it's hard, it's a lot of it is, like, anecdotal and hearsay about that stuff. It's not really documented that well in terms of the production of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say, all right, so my best thrift it's kind of tough. Like, I am a sucker for outerwear. All of my outerwear comes from the thrift. I probably have, I shit you not, 20 winter coats. And then another... You'll never be cold. No, I will always forever be warm. Uh, I got about 20 winter coats and then, like, 30 hoodies-ish. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, not even including all the other th- stuff that I got from the thrift store. But I got this old-school Cabela's duck hunting jacket. This thing is so sick. It's it's huge. I don't know what it's from. It's it's pretty old, but I got that. And there was another one. It's they call them scuba jackets. Um, so there, it's like a parka with the the hood goes all the way up to the top. That was the green one with the orange liner and the fur hood. Yeah, I wore that thing every day. I think it's hideous. Pretty much. It's, no. I don't like it either. No, that thing is so sick. The the thing that's great though is go like going to the thrift is the so best part. Fun. It's not even getting something. It's just the process of going through a thrift store. So you guys remember when Discovery Zone was in Panorama Plaza? Yeah. yeah. And this happened to me a lot when I was a kid. But like, especially what happened like when you're playing hide and seek. When you're when you were looking when you were the one hiding and you yeah. had to like pee really bad or you had to go to the bathroom, did you ever experience that sensation? Like you were nervous and excited and you had to like piss and like, No, but I know Max because you know Max what? always used to hold his pee. Do you know what I'm talking about? Do you know that sensation <laughs> I'm talking about? Just Max? Be dancing, be like, Max, you have to go to the bathroom. Like, I was like, No, I don't have to, I got okay. this. So okay, so like you've heard the phrase like a kid in a candy store. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sort of like a kid playing hide and seek when I go into a thrift. It except it's a little different now. Um, whenever I go in, especially Savers and Webster, that's a really good one, dude. Don't tell no one everybody. go there. No one go there. Take there's this no, out. There's nothing there. Max, add this out. Yeah, he'll <laughs> edit, edit this out, Max. So whenever I go in there, it doesn't matter how long ago I've eaten or gone to the bathroom. I immediately have to shit whenever I go in there, <laughs> just from excitement. <laughs> you have to poop. It's, oh, I'm so excited. Does that, me poop. Do you not? Does that? Does that not relate to you? Never crosses no. my mind. Never been like. Oh, I do always get without, excited though. Without a doubt. Well, without just because fail. like. The, there's just endless you don't know that's the great thing about the thrift is you have no idea what's gonna be in there the thrift gods whatever they left for you it's kind of like I always wanted to buy a metal detector because I was obsessed with like buried treasure and like free money <laughs> free things still am obsessed with it so it for me it's very similar to that where I never know what I'm going to get and I'm always like Maybe today's the day where I find a bunch of cool stuff. And today I did. I bought a whole bunch of stuff. I bought a whole bunch of flannel. But, like, it's always just, like, I don't know what I'm going to find. Like, one time I found a Chrome Hearts t-shirt. And people don't know Chrome Hearts. A Chrome Hearts t-shirt's, for like, dead stock and everything. It's, like, 250 bucks. I just found one that's never been worn. It was just sitting up front. I'm, like, Chrome Hearts. I'm, like, who left this here? I'm, like, looking around. I'm, like... I mean, I took that thing so fast, it was crazy. A, a thrift store is not a place you go for if you need something. No. It's a place no, you go never. to find things. Yeah, for sure. Like, just randomly. It's not necessarily about, like, picking one thing up, you know? It's like, oh, I don't need to get, like, I need to get a uh, a jacket for this event or something. No, you're not going to find that there. It won't be there. What's your routine when you go thrifting? Okay, so, I know I have mine. So, when I go to the thrift... Here's what I'll Besides do. Besides wanting to take a shit. Yeah, the problem is, so, okay. You might want to start doing like a pre-poo. It doesn't matter. The excitement was <laughs> all the Adrenaline. It's the, I think it's the mustiness and just the endless possibilities. It's all like a culmination of when I go in there. It, it happens no matter what I prep for. So, I'll go in. I'll immediately uh, meander over to the shoe rack. Yeah. Okay? 
and I typically don't have any luck. I've bought a few uh, things of footwear before from the thrift, but it's it's few and far between. So then after that, I'll make my way over to the hat rack. And it's about at this time when I have to, like, close my legs together because that's when, like, the shit starts you to... start like, shuffling around. It starts to crown a little bit. And luckily, the, the men's... <laughs> the turtle's peeking. The, exactly. The men's room is, like, right next to the hat rack. So I'll, I'll make a quick pit stop. Well, sometimes it's quick. Into the, I'll make a pit stop. And there's no merchandise allowed in the bathroom, so i got to hurry so that I don't miss out on anything, especially if I see anything on the hat rack. Then after that, I'll head on over to the athletic gear in which is like the jerseys um you might find some like dry fit nike t-shirts um and then from there i'll go to the outerwear and depending on how much luck i've had i will go to the long sleeves which really yeah so that'll be like your like crew neck sweatshirts oh oh like hoodies or well hoodies are usually it's crew neck sweatshirts and crew necks, and long are you sleeves? talking like longs because long sleeves are in a different section Long sleeves are in the sweater section. Yeah, I'm talking about like crew neck sweatshirts. Okay, crew necks and hoodies and stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. And then if I, it depends on how much luck I've had, but then I'll go over to the poster section. That's your favorite. I like the poster section. I've bought probably five or six posters from there. Um, I have a, I have a um, dream team, uh, framed poster, eighteen by twenty two poster. Of the dream team. Now, the interesting thing about this poster, so it says America's team on it with a black backdrop, and there's fireworks being set off, like red, white, and blue fireworks behind. But the interesting thing about it is, I think, correct me if I'm wrong. We don't. I know you guys don't fact check, but I think there was like either a 12 or 13 man roster. There's only like nine of the players. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't realize this. Like Christian Leitner, not on it. Controversial (laughs) add to the team, anyways. Sorry, Shaq. Should have been Shaq. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Clyde Drexler left off the poster. Carl Malone left off the poster. They just took the most boring people and left them off. Is this the one where all the faces are like photoshopped on? <laughs> no, I that's I have a um a craft the official dinner of the nineteen ninety two U S men's basketball team, where those are all just blatantly photoshopped. It's very bizarre. They like overproduced a lot of the merchandise and such for those events because yeah. there was like not a ton of time. Ninety six was like the first. <laughs> right. So like. Yeah, but no, this was a ninety-two, and they just like they left basically half the roster off. I got a uh, so when you were talking about having a poop, it made me think of a funny story. So, um, so I was leaving the thrift one day, and I was just walking out. I didn't. I, I don't think I had any luck. So I was just walking by, and there's like a mom and two kids. One kid was like, one kid was like probably, you know, seven, seven to eight, and the other one was like nine ish. And, like, I just let out, like, a little squeaker, you know? I'm like, no one will notice. Like, it was a silent fart. And I just, like, keep walking, and I hear the one kid go to his brother go, that guy just farted. (laughs) (laughs) The kid just put you on blast. And I just, like, smiled and, like, kind of chuckled and just, like, kept walking. But, like, I didn't think he would notice. But I guess he was, like, butt level. So he might have got, like, the brunt of it. But I was pretty far away. I was, like, within, you know, seven feet of him. It wasn't like it was, like, a close fart. But I was like, damn, that kid's perceptive. Yeah. I was thinking of another ridiculous moment we had at a thrift store. Um, there's oh one God. out in Webster. Oh, my God. Did you know what I'm talking about yeah, now? Oh, my oh God. God. I totally forgot Yeah, I just about remembered this. it. It's oh literally God. the best. Like, Charlie, do you, do, do, you inf- like, do you want to go over this one? Basically, do you want to tag team this? Yeah, you guys got to tag sure. team this one. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. so this is a thrift that we seldom. It's uh, terrible. It's, it's really not good at all. It's in Webster. Right um, by Salvatore's. Right by mm-hmm. Salvatore's. Um, and... Like I said, we hardly ever go there. There's a for whatever reason, there's a lot of lawn equipment at this one, and we were just for whatever reason this particular day we weren't in a rush to do anything. We were just kind of hanging out at the thrift essentially at this point. Yeah, it's probably rainy. Sometimes day. when we're bored, we'll just I'll text Chuck be like, "Yo, I just want to go thrift," and we'll go to three to five thrift. You know, just to like bounce around. We got nothing else to do, so we'll go to the thrift. But yeah, we went to this one, and and so there was a guy in there, and he was kind of loud. So we were like... Him and his uh, girlfriend. Oh, He was so there we were, with his girlfriend. Right. So we were like, oh man, this guy's going to say some weird... Like, he was one of these guys who was talking to the staff just because it was like he hadn't talked to anybody <laughs> that in a day. while. So like he was just like talking their ear off. He needs some personal interaction. So he like goes over to the lawn... Or no, it was the snowblower side. It was a snowblower, right? So he like walks in and he's like checking it out and he starts ripping on the pull cord and his girlfriend goes... 
I don't think you're supposed to do that. He goes, uh, bitch, I gotta see if it works. <laughs> so at this point, we're like, kind of standing around. We're pretty close. We're like, what the fuck is going on right like, now? I'm so excited. Like, but he didn't say it in like a mean way. He's just like, uh, bitch. Like, so matter of fact. Yeah, he's like, I gotta see if it works. There was no other choice but to no. do this. So there is like, it's him, his girlfriend, and then probably four, five of us. So oh, he rips it. This thing starts running, just plumes of black smoke <laughs> coming up. It's like, <laughs> it's a loud snowblower. And so he it shuts off because it obviously doesn't have a lot of gas in it because it's in a fucking Goodwill. You know <laughs> what like, I mean? It's like not... You just don't start power equipment inside it, of a Goodwill. No, it has signs on it be like, uh, like tested. It says tested. Ask you know staff what I mean? for Ask, assistance. Yeah, stuff like that. Like it works. So, so the staff guy comes over, he goes... Sir, you can't do that. He goes, well, I got to see if it works. He's like, it works. We test everything before. You can't start that. At this point, we were all crying laughing. I think I have a video of it somewhere. It was no. the, it was the funniest yes. thing I've ever seen uh, at a thrift store. Especially when he's life. like, uh, bitch. Uh, uh, bitch. It might have been the hardest <laughs> I've ever laughed in public. I was howling. Like, it was it was almost as loud as the snowblower itself. It was, was a crippling, on. and we all dispersed. We all couldn't oh handle it. It was relocated. It was we, like when black people see a magic trick. You got to go somewhere you gotta else. Run. You got to run. You got to get away, and you just have to, like, oh. process it on your own. But, oh, my God. God, that was so good. So crazy. Here's another one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, not as good, but it's slightly as good. It was one of those Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday type of thing. Right. That Monday, that, no one knows what that is besides us three. That's so a very... That's what we got to... It's a deep a, dive. Yeah, that, yeah. What that is, is Max, when he had his... When he uh, herniated his other disc, he's done this twice. So the second time he herniated his disc, we went to go get uh, Miss Hat Lady, who is our adopted grandmother... Uh, we went to go get her shoes because her shoes have a big hole in the toe. Multiple holes. Multiple holes in the so toe. She so shoes. she told us she wore a size six and a half. We got, fast forward, we got her the shoes, we give them to her. They don't fit. She's like, oh, I wear an eight. It's like, <laughs> why didn't you tell us you wore a six and a half then? So we ended up not being able, but so yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday thing is when Max was super high on painkillers, we had him come out with us because he was bored and we had him come out with us and we were at... You know, Walmart, and he was shuffling around, and he's like, I want a soda. We're like, all right, Max, you can go ahead and get a soda. But he was just shuffling around all day. So what, what was the <laughs> Those three no, days that, don't exist those in Those things don't life. exist to me because I remember we, were, we went to the thrift shop that day. Yeah. Apparently, it was a good day. Apparently, you guys picked up a ton of good stuff. You got some Nike windbreakers that were from, oh, like, the 90s. Oh, yes, we did. And you got a bunch of good pickups. So I don't remember any of that. Mm-hmm. And I feel bad because I wanted to take part in that day. Yeah. I was really happy. Some really cool vintage Nike yeah. windbreakers. Those are. Really I, just really I just remember shuffling around and see those, like, hear those windbreakers not, a week later. You not remembering any of it? No, so zero funny. parts of it. So, so do you want to? What did you? What did you want to talk about? Hat, uh, Miss Ball. I don't know if we have enough time to get into. No, that's too don't much. Don't say her name, Hat Lady. We have to refer. To, we have to keep her her name sacred. We can't let oh, people yeah. know. People can't find out. Even though people have kind of like found out about her, which sucks. But shh, shh, don't talk about it. No, I don't think we have enough time to talk about Miss Ball. Um, do you want to? We don't really have time. I was gonna. I want to talk to you about like reps, like because I know you like fake stuff, like fake. Uh, you wear like, like fake foo-foo. Oakleys and fake shoes and I don't know all, all that stuff. I don't know. You want to get into it today? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. So Chuck, me and you have very different opinions when it comes to Fugazi streetwear. Mm-hmm. You're Fugazi a big fan. Fake. Fugazi, you love Fugazi Supreme. You like fake. All that stuff, and per- I don't understand it. Okay, so like I'm like Max said earlier, I'm a man of principle. So, so I have, as a man of principle, it strikes me that you're willing to buy a fake product. Well, I have rules about it. Um, so one of the things is is the uh, one of the rules that I have is if it's something that can be easily reproduced, i.e., a t- a cotton T-shirt, or if it's something super simple like that. And the resale value of it is like upwards of like two, three hundred dollars. That's ridiculous. I'm not gonna pay that, especially because I'm not super um, loyal to any of these companies that are reselling for that high. So I refuse to pay those. But I like, like for instance, the Supreme box logo. I think it's catchy. Obviously, a lot of people, else, a lot of other people do. It's so popular, and you could argue that that's the reason. I mean, it's super, super popular uh, in pop culture right now. But I think it's a it's a good looking logo. Like it's super simple. Mm-hmm. It's clean. It, it very looks, clean. It's clean. Mm-hmm. And I like it. So 
I, if I like the way it looks, I want to wear it, but I don't have such a strong brand loyalty to it that I'm willing to pay like three, four, five hundred dollars for a t. Like it's literally a four dollar American Apparel T-shirt with screen printing on it. Yeah, my thing is, it's like I don't care about the brand loyalty. It's more like. Um, it's not about like the brand loyalty. It's kind of just like, it's a status symbol almost, or it's like, you know, someone might've worked hard and bought something like that. And it means a lot to them. And I feel like by printing or having a fake thing, it kind of like takes away from that. Even if you, you, if someone asks you, you'll tell them it's fake, you know, the average person just walking by, they'll see like, that's a fake, sh like they'll be like, Oh, he's got a, a Supreme shirt on like, that's sick. But like, they don't know that it's, you know what I mean? It's the same thing with a, a Louis bag or something like that. To buy the fake one, it's just like, it it doesn't feel right to me. It's like that, I saved up or I worked hard to get something like that. And by owning a fake, it takes away from, then now you're kind of like second guessing. Like the same thing with shoes. Like I'll never own a fake pair of anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I just like, I collect something. So that means something to me. It I'm not, values it's yeah. That, yeah. So like, I just, I, I can't get behind it. That's fine. Uh, I feel differently about it. Okay, so... You're one of the biggest Packers fans I know. Yeah. You have no problem buying a, a fake Packers jersey. What say you about that? I know. I, I don't really have a good... Cause because it's, brand not the, it's not the brand. Because yeah. I don't care about support. I'll do other things to support the Packers. Like, a jersey to me, it's... That money is going to, like, the NFL. You know what I mean? If I want to support the Packers, like, I'll support the Packers. I don't see that as much as, like, a brand loyalty or, like, a a status thing it's kind of just like a way to care about your team okay. it's more of like a sign it's more of it's like it's kind of like i support this i support team. the packers it's not like i have an official nfl jersey okay. yeah do you so know what i mean i do and that's like so it, okay go ahead how how do you feel like would you ever buy like a fake champion uh, jersey well the other thing because I mean, the you thing definitely feel different about an nfl jersey versus you know a champion jersey which you collect mm -hmm. well that's a tough example because they don't make fake champion stuff um so that's kind of hard to make a draw a parallel to but i mean okay, you can so, still make a parallel just because they don't make it doesn't mean you can't draw a parallel to it well that example doesn't make any sense because Why? what do you mean it makes it doesn't just make use sense. a different use a different brand because champion doesn't there's no fake champion stuff out why there. why not though let's say in this scenario that i'm talking about there is fake champion it's stuff. hard for me to get in why i don't understand <laughs> why it's, realistic... because it's a too grand of an idea like no it's not a realistic example why is that not realistic a, a company making a, a replica jersey that i don't understand that because, how is that not realistic because champion doesn't there's no fake champion yeah but you are not listening to what i'm saying <laughs> what if use a different i'm use saying different... what if Use your fucking imagination. <laughs> it's hard for me to get in. Use there. your imagination. How about that? You can I go outside besides the confines of oh this is this doesn't exist so it can't exist ever. Um, that's what that's your train of thought right now. It doesn't exist now so it will never exist and has no possibility of existing. Um, I probably wouldn't buy a fake champion because they don't resell for four or five hundred dollars. See, a lot of it is the, is how it's affecting Price my point. wallet exactly. Yeah. Like that, and that's part of the reason why people do resort to buying fakes is because they. One, they might not want to spend it, and two, they can't. So, one thing about like, what's the problem? No, I just like I can't believe how hard that was to get to. It was so a, awesome. it was a really bad example. It was so that's not a bad shame example. You. I think it's you good that we came to a resolution. Yeah, I, that was awesome. Yeah. So like, okay. So when you when you talked about like it's a sign or mm -hmm. whatever, like a symbol. So and and you you're talking about supporting the brand. So. It's not always supporting the brand, though. Right, but you said someone works so hard. Is that are you talking about like a buyer or no, someone no, who personally, produced like, it? Let's say like I want to buy a like a Gucci wallet. You know okay. what I mean? I wouldn't buy a fake Gucci wallet because that doesn't mean anything to me. It's not the real thing. I know I like this what it looks like, but I can't have something that isn't the real thing for something like that because it's almost more than just the looks of it. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. It's not about supporting the brand. It's like having the real authentic thing. Um, I would never want, you know, uh, if I collect something, I don't want a fake autograph. But if you, you don't collect I mean? something, you're okay with a fake. I don't like, know. Right. Like, okay, like you... so yeah, I, I, know, I know what you're saying. So mm -hmm. I, I'm sort of, so uh, going back to I'm a man of principle. So, okay, mm -hmm. I'm a huge um, New Era Cap Company uh, supporter, okay? Founded in, uh, what was it? Derby, New York in 1920. Um, so, which is right outside of Buffalo. 
So that's already a little near and dear to my heart. Okay. So I would never buy a fake new era, anything. It's, I have a hard time even buying the ones because now they're almost mass produced in China exclusively. So I, I almost have a hard time even buying those. They're mm-hmm. all China polyesters. They used to be USA wool. Yeah. Uh, for a number of reasons, they stopped making them here and they stopped making wool, but I would never buy a fake new era. I would never buy anything fake champion. Um, like streetwear and like streetwear companies, they essentially mean nothing to me. So like, I do like what they look like. Okay, so I'm gonna wear a Supreme box logo, plain white T-shirt. Um, I'm buying it because I like the way it looks, and uh, I I will also go to the extent to make a fake one because I really don't care about like the authenticity of it. I like the way it looks. You care and more about your wallet than you do about exactly you what, know, it, what, it, what that status symbol of getting a branded product is. Right. And I mean, like, I have no other, t- like, I don't have any real ties to the company anyways. I'm not a skater. I'm not a surfer. I'm from, I'm from the state of New York, but I'm not from New York City, um, which is where I believe the store, the company was founded. Mm-hmm. So, like, already, like, New Era, that's synonymous with uh, the MLB and, like, hats, right? Those are two things that I really care about. Champion is is synonymous with Rochester and like the NBA. Two uh, two things that I really care about. So like I I have a little bit more sentimentality I guess mm-hmm. towards mm-hmm. those things. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. I get that, but my thing is other people like the way you feel about that stuff. Other people feel that way about streetwear. Yeah. So by I I think by having a fake, it almost like it's kind of like an fu to those people that feel feel near not nephew but like those people that feel near and dear like that's something that's important to them it's almost hard to see like a fake thing because like it's not i think that people need to not worry about other people's stuff if it's important for you i think fashion and streetwear and fakes and reels all that stuff all what you're wearing it's so personal Mm -hmm. it's very personalized so it matters to the to you what is best for you? What do you care about the most? And that's what you need to go for. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, be about what you care about, not necessarily what other people are going to think about you. So I get it. So I, a lot of the, yeah. but when you, a lot of times when you, uh, you endorse or you purchase those fake goods, it's, it's not good for the, con- it's, you know, that money is going to not good things. Well, I have an argument against that. Because it's not all just, oh, you can't just say it's like, oh, it's from China. Because a lot of like the fake Louis bags, all those fake bags, it, it goes to a lot darker things than a lot of people realize. Mm. And yeah, the, I don't know The that. fake sneaker stuff, fake bags, fake, like all those like fake, fake watches, all that stuff. A lot of that goes to fund terrorist organizations, uh, a lot of other sketchy Probably stuff human, that people, yeah, I'm not gonna say human it. trafficking. That's, I, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. A lot of that stuff goes to places that people not realize and i know charlie you'll make your own jersey and it's done through like spreadshirt or whatever company you choose to get through so it's not that way but a lot of the people who buy the fake yeezys and all that stuff like you don't know what that money's going to also i just hate going to new york city and being bombarded with all this like buy my stuff buy my stuff i'm like no you're in my space please get out of my bubble this is way too much yeah i agree i can get on board with that but you also have to remember that i don't know percentage wise but a, a very high percentage of the fake versus real, unauthorized versus real, a lot of them are made in the same factory by the same workers. And also going back to like that money going wherever. So if I wear, I'm going to keep using this example. If I wear a, a fake, um, that, that word is funny. Uh, let's say replica, uh, Supreme box logo t-shirt. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. That makes All sense. it is, it's a white cotton t-shirt made by American Apparel that is has like a 4.9 inch wide by like two inch high uh, red logo with uh, Futura, you know, oblique, heavy, extra font, right? White font. Okay. For anyone who wants to make a fake, that's how you make it. Mm-hmm. Those are the dimensions. The dimensions are online. Just search it. Um, <laughs> or you just listen so to this. So it's... I'm literally a walking billboard for that company, which can raise awareness to the, to the brand in its own right. And that will, that will spread the awareness of the company itself as well. Like, so it's indirectly supporting that brand. Uh, I can see that it's a, it's a fair point, but I don't, I don't know. I guess it, it might drive up the hype. 
I don't know. I don't agree with a lot of the prices. Like the prices are ridiculous, and that's why I'll never own any of that stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean, I just don't priced out. If I'm priced out, that's fine. I just won't mm-hmm. buy it because, like, I mean, for me, I, I do. I care too much about like the authenticity of whatever I purchase. Mm-hmm. And I'll buy a hat. I, I, you know, and I get what you're saying because the quality isn't that diminished because you're basically getting the same thing if it's if it's a replica, but. Um, the replica shirt, but there's other things that, you know, there are quality differences, but shoes, shoes, hats, um, you know, sweaters, jackets, different things like that. You, you can, can also, you can, there's, there's differences. You can also make the argument. I mean, the demand seems to be getting higher and higher yeah, for these really products. Good. So, I mean, I don't know where, do you happen to know where Supreme do they have U.S. factories or how are they make? Like, do you know? Um, are, is it like ethically made? Because an argument that I can be made. Okay, so the T-shirts that I make, they're made right here in the USA with the same products. Um, the as the hype gets higher, I think a, a company like Supreme they might not increase their supply. They just um, sold half their company to another like firm, so now it's like can grow. Okay. Easier, so. okay so that's fine so as the as the demand gets higher this the supply i think should get higher mm-hmm. like where you see like you look at these like limited editions exclusives this is more Friends so for family, like, that for like so sneakers yeah. yeah so everyone wants it but they're only making 10 this is when people start getting shot for things but okay so back to my point like you're you're making these things much more ethically and if you want to look at it that way in the U.S., and it's it's maybe taking pressure off these factory workers because they're, I don't know, they they're not making the one that I'm wearing, and it's not like a, a six a six year old with half an arm. Like I said, I don't know who's yeah, making these. Yeah, I mean, you, supreme... you're kind of making uh, assumptions on what these companies are doing. I mean, like this quality control of these companies have had to have gone up since the whole Nike thing. Like mm-hmm. Nike's the Malaysian factory, the Malaysian factory, that's not as bad as it used to be. And mm-hmm. a lot of these companies, you can't get away with that stuff. So I don't really and they have nets now. Right. I mean, huh? They got nets now. The jumping nets. Yeah. yeah they're fine. They're, f- they're fine. They're all right. They're yeah. Fine. It almost be, people probably do it for fun. Jesus. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily <laughs> agree with that point just because like, I don't know. I'm not going to make assumptions on what these you know, big brands have is, I mean, uh, I know every once in a while someone will go under fire for their work practices, but like that can be same, said for the same thing here. Mm-hmm. I guess it's something we'll never, we'll, we'll you know, we'll, ne- we'll never know. I mean, people can choose what they... Yeah, you can choose whatever you yeah. want. I yeah. just like... Choose your side of the fence. Yeah. Or just hop over a bunch of times. It's all right. Be on both sides. Yeah, be on all the sides. Yeah, there's a nut. Yeah. All right, I think it's about time. We want to wrap this one up, guys. You got a live read? You got a live read? Yeah, this this podcast was brought to you by Sleep City, Rapture's only family-owned mattress company, and it's also the premier mattress company with two slogans, where at Sleep City, your comfort is our guarantee. And get the best night's sleep, Sleep City. Home of the perfect sleeper. (laughs) So three slogans? That's a lot of slogans. Well, get the best night's sleep, Sleep City, as a, a dash. Oh, okay. Home of the perfect sleeper. Oh, so that's a one. Yeah. That's a hyphen like, combo. It's like, it's like, like bye bye is one word with Bye-bye. a hyphen. Gotcha. Bye bye. It's just one word. It's just longer. It's like Michael Kidd Giltchrist. Perfect. There yeah. you go. Drawing it all together. Yep. Throwing it back to the NBA. Mr. Ballcaps, you got a wide variety of vintage hats, clothing, and apparel. You got every team, any company, anything you want. Uh, follow us on mrballcaps.com. Uh, if you are looking for, or not mrballcaps.com, Mr. Ballcap, Mr. Ballcaps Instagram at mrballcaps. Uh, if you if you're looking for a team for a hat, let me know. I got a ton of saber stuff, ton of bill stuff, whatever. Just hit me up. Cool. You got anything, Pax? No, I'm good. I'm happy we got some some talk about clothes and streetwear and stuff like that. So maybe we'll come back talk about hats sometime. Yeah. Charlie, talk about hats. That's another thing we have way too many of. I have to piss just thinking about that. (laughs) All right. How many hats do you think you got? Um, I'm constantly buying hats. I know. I just bought a hat last night. So Um, too many. Yeah, I bought one today. Mike, congratulations. Thanks. My collection is probably pushing. I I I break my collection into a few different categories. If you combine all of them, it's probably pushing 300 i could almost wear one every single day of the year <laughs> well we won't open to an unboxing of each one that'd be a little too much i think that'd be crazy mm-hmm. just bags full of hats just 
garbage bag. Garbage bags <laughs> full of gray men. It's gray boys. It's got a black brim, but it's still a gray boy. It's got the white sweatband, so it's really a gray brim. Yeah. I think I got about 200 plus. What I like about... Yeah, I'm at 150 We'll get into so. this in another... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so hope you guys enjoyed. Have a good one. Love you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.